Hello and welcome to Work It Out, the employment Q&A series where partners in our employment practice answer a series of questions on some of the most topical, contentious and challenging areas of HR and employment law. I'm Laurie Ollivant, Senior Associate in the Employment Team, and in this episode I'm asking Nick Marshall a series of questions on the topic of the Investigating Non-Executive Director or Investigating NED. Hi Laurie. Hello. So Nick, shall we start by explaining what we mean by the Investigating NED? Yeah, absolutely. So this isn't a formal role or an official title, but increasingly we're finding that non-executive directors are being called upon to investigate and make decisions about workplace issues from grievances and disciplinaries to complaints from whistleblowers or concerns about an organisation's culture. So whereas in the past these matters might have fallen to HR or senior management and executives to investigate, organisations are increasingly looking to their NED population to take on the role of investigator or decision maker in these issues. So what's the reason for this? So why would a company look to a NED over their other executives or managers or HR to take on this role? So it's a good question and for any HR or workplace investigation the decision maker has to be impartial uh, and sufficiently senior depending on the people who are involved and any appeal against any investigation such as a grievance or disciplinary outcome should also be managed by someone who hasn't been involved in the process before and ideally someone who's more senior than both the subject of the complaint and the original decision maker as well. When the investigation concerns C-suite level employees or other important stakeholders it might be that the company needs to look beyond the usual senior leaders to take on that role. So with these types of issues, there's also often a reputational risk. So the company might be looking for someone on the board who's respected, independent and impartial to be the decision maker and who's prepared to take some tough calls. And you mentioned that companies are increasingly looking to NEDs to take on this role. Why now is this becoming more of a thing? So I think the trend is driven by a few different factors. First, there's been an increase in workplace investigations in recent years. More than ever, employees are willing to speak up and raise concerns, including to and about senior leaders. In part, that's been driven by social movements such as Me Too and Black Lives Matter. But also coming out of the pandemic, we're hearing that employees feel more emboldened to speak out than they did before. And they're much more vocal, particularly younger generations of workers coming into the workforce now. Alongside that, you've got many organisations now encouraging staff to speak up when they think something isn't right. And the channels and facilities for employees to speak up about these issues, not just in a traditional whistleblowing context, are also better and more accessible than ever before. So it makes it much easier for concerns to be reported. Companies then have to obviously listen to those concerns, consider them and deal with them, including by investigating them. There are also now plenty of public outlets for staff to vent their grievances, whether that's social media platforms, uh, to regulators or to industry bodies as well. I think the second point is that there's now much closer scrutiny of working cultures and the behaviours of business leaders than ever before. So whereas in the past employees who raised concerns might have been exited quietly so that matters could be investigated without undue publicity or investigated under the radar, 
or not investigated at all. Now, for many organisations, the risk of not investigating a workplace issue and the potential criticism from the press, public, politicians and regulators for not having done so is too significant to just do nothing. So what's involved for the NED? How much do they actually have to do? So as an investigator or a decision maker in a workplace investigation, a significant amount of time might be needed to investigate the issue and to reach the outcome. It's often over several usually quite intense weeks where the NED might need to interview witnesses, review relevant documents, including potentially previous investigation reports, and to consider any recommendations they might want to make and write their outcome report. So these processes can often be more time consuming than those involved might realise at the outset. And because of that time commitment, NEDs will often need a close and reliable team to help them with the investigation and the process, with contacts they can turn to for advice, to raise queries with, and to seek some admin support as well, which is always more time consuming and needed than people actually realise. Because of the confidential nature of the investigation, it's also likely that the NED won't be able to rely on their usual contacts within the company or their usual sources of information, and that's often where legal advisors from an external firm can step in. There are also difficult confidentiality and privilege issues to consider at various stages of the process, and the legal team supporting the NED will be able to help with um, and advise on these to limit any risks around the investigation and the ultimate report that the NED produces. What skills would a NED need to take on the role? Should companies be looking at which NEDs might have a HR background in some capacity? So an HR background is often helpful, but it's not always necessary. And actually, to be a good investigator or decision maker in an HR process, having strong communication skills, empathy and high emotional intelligence is really important. So when deciding which NED to appoint to the role, I think it's really important to look at the individual's skills and experience, as well as their personal style. Sometimes companies are limited though. Uh, some NEDs might not be available or have the time to help, or some might be conflicted. So companies do have a wider choice about who to ask in particular circumstances. I think it's also worth noting that NEDs, whether they've got an HR background or not, are really well placed for this task given their role as a NED of the company already involves having to assimilate lots of information, challenge the views of senior leaders and take an independent stance on matters. And these are all transferable and integral skills for the investigator and decision maker role. But what about the NED's existing duties and responsibilities? Is there a chance that they could conflict if they're also involved in investigating serious workplace issues which might concern senior leaders? Well, decision makers need to remain independent and impartial to avoid any challenge of credibility or fairness to the process. And that's particularly relevant in an employment law context. But it is often challenging, we find, given that NEDs are likely to know and often have close working relationships with um, those that they're investigating. On the other hand, the NED still remains subject to their usual director's duties, of course, including the duties to exercise independent judgment, to avoid conflicts of interest, and to declare interest in any proposed transaction 
or arrangement or where they're no longer independent in providing a judgment. Maintaining independence and confidentiality is therefore absolutely paramount. In some cases, it might not be appropriate for the NED to share details of the investigation with other board members, at least until the investigation is complete. And if the issue being investigated comes before the board at any point, the NED will need to consider at that stage whether they have to recuse themselves or at least declare their involvement in the matter. I think it's also really important to establish those clear reporting lines early on to avoid any potential conflicts of interest. So, for instance, the NED might need to report directly to the board or an appropriate board committee, depending on the specific circumstances and nature of the investigation. It's also worth stressing at this point how important it is to set the scope of the investigation at the outset. So the decision maker needs to be clear on the scope uh, and what's involved, not least so they know how much time is going to be needed of them. Often it's just as important to be clear about what's not being investigated as it is about what is being investigated. And is there any potential liability for the NEDs that they need to be aware of? So I think there is potential personal liability for the decisions a NED makes. For example, if their investigation or conclusions unlawfully discriminate against someone or if they subject a whistleblower to any detriment in some way. And I think that's another really important reason why the NED should have a legal team uh, who they can speak to to seek advice from on how to conduct the investigation, how to reach a conclusion, how to write their outcome report. I think having that support on hand to minimise any legal risks is really essential, not least as the investigation materials and report could be disclosable in any legal or regulatory proceedings, for example. Mitigating legal risk for the organisation is also key. Proper documentation of the investigation process, including witness interviews, evidence gathered, conclusions reached, is really important to demonstrate the fairness of the investigation and what, how and why conclusions have been reached in a particular way. It's also worth noting that if litigation does arise, decision makers are often required to attend as witnesses in any tribunal or court proceedings. And at those hearings, members of the public and journalists can, uh, and often do, attend. So NEDs need to be aware of the potential publicity involved. A lot of the time, PR risks is used as litigation tactics, uh, and lawyers representing claimants will know the pressure it puts on companies when senior stakeholders are involved and might be key witnesses to any proceedings. Again, and this isn't just the plug for us, but it's why it's really important to engage lawyers and also PR professionals before an investigation starts where the issues are particularly sensitive or high profile in order to help mitigate some of those risks of legal claims arising and any adverse publicity. So why would NEDS want to take on this role? It sounds like there's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, so as I said, NEDS are actually really well placed to take on the role. It can be a big commitment, but it also expands the NED's skill sets and enables them to get to know parts of the business and workplace issues which the senior leaders have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. I think given the ongoing focus on workplace culture, D&I, ESG, uh, all issues which have been elevated to the board agenda in recent years, 
getting more involved with the workings of the organisation in this capacity, whilst being able to maintain that independent viewpoint is a really valuable asset for the business and for the NED personally. Great. No more questions from me. Thank you, Nick, for your time, and thanks to our listeners for staying with us until the end. If you'd like to talk to Nick more about the issues or have any queries, please do get in touch. Mm-hmm.